bit of Here Support movie discussion. I'm Dwayne with Here Support Records, here with my guest, Aaron Bragg. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Who are you, Aaron? <laughs> Aaron Bragg, from formerly from Lewis Turnout. All right. <laughs> yeah, I played a band called Lewis Turnout with this guy for about 10 years. It's good stuff. You can get the discography on Here Support Records. It's pretty much I, most of everything. Yep. 20 something songs, 21, 22. Something like that, yeah. Something, I think, yeah. The whole ball of wax. What we discuss today, Aaron? What movie did you choose? I picked one of my favorite movies from childhood, which is Thrashing. Thrashing of the year, 1986. Yeah. Also called. What did you learn? <laughs> yeah, Dwayne just informed me today that it was called Skate Gang. Yes. Also called Skate Gang. This was the movie that Josh Brolin decided to pick after he did the movie Goonies. Here's a fun fact: he was not the original person picked to play Corey Webster. Are you serious? Yes. And the original person was? Who would that be? All right. Well, you know, Sherilyn Finn, Hook's girlfriend in the movie. Yes. Was either dating or very tightly uh, in some cahoots with cahoots. Johnny Depp. Oh, really? Johnny Depp was originally supposed to play oh. the Josh Brolin part, but the producers yeah. would not sign off on him because this was pre-21 Jump Street Johnny Depp. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they chose not to go with him. They wanted Josh Brolin, the guy from the Goonies. Yes. Which, personally, I think does a great job. Yeah, I do, too. He was amazing. skating. Yeah. I mean, it's Handsome. Josh Brolin. Yeah, he's... He's just as hot today as he was then. I think he's ugly now. You need to shut your fucking face. <laughs> all right? All right, all right. Josh Brolin is... He's just great. He looks like a weathered fence post. <laughs> I mean, he has leathery skin, but I think that just helps yeah. with his... Well, he's, yeah, he's more rugged looking now, but he was very handsome. Rugged, in, yes. Yeah, he was very handsome back in the... Oh, no, uh, he was uh, a chiseled uh, Adonis. Yeah. He's got a lot of shirtless... It's a, yeah. He's, he looks good. Let's yeah. see. You haven't seen that on that board? Fine. He's got a lot of face, you know, visible skating parts in there. So, yeah. You know. yeah. He had to learn to skate, I believe. I don't know. He, if, if he did I, learn, he did a good job because he has some pretty I, nice... I was like, I was very impressed. I kind of rewatched it for a little bit at the beginning to see if that file that was going to play. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you don't own the Blu-ray like I do. That's true. Uh, so, I was <laughs> like, oh, well, okay, cool. Um, but anyway, but yes, he plays, with, like, as I said before, Corey Webster, out of towner. Out of towner. Yeah, he goes to L.A. Yeah. Go ahead and describe it. Well, you know, he has a... Uh, he wakes up in the morning... You know, to this really awesome music. Are you talking about uh, Save by the Bell? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, he, he wakes up and uh, he has all these notes from someone, I guess his mother or father. By the way, he apparently knows this verbatim, so I'm going to let him just kind of run with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, uh, they're setting up the pretty much the whole movie at the very beginning, you know. It said, uh, you know, get good luck in the pool competition. You know, don't get hurt in the L.A. Uh, massacre downhill jam, whatever, and... So, uh, and they leave him some money and has a great time in L.A., so he kind of skates and hitchhikes to L.A. Yeah, he does do some hitchhiking. He does. He crawls in the back of El Camino. Because apparently he has some <laughs> friends there. Yes. He goes to hang out with, uh, what, what's, what's the guy's name you never remember? Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler. Radley. Radley. Bose. And the little kid that no one ever knows. I know his name, but I can't remember. I'll probably look it up either. But anyway, he goes out there to, uh, uh, which I didn't realize today after that he, uh, they give him an RV. To live in, like mm -hmm. that's his. I'm like, they're like, this is a new guest, guest house. house. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that thing's <laughs> fucking sick, son. Yeah, like you have a whole RV. I, would I love mean, that. That'd be great. I was like, and it's not a small one. It's huge. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, what is? There's no issue. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Someone said, hey, I have an RV. Want to come back to it? I'm like, yes. Yeah. We hung out in my van a lot. Yeah, I know. And and it was not even plenty, close to plenty of room. Yeah, I mean, my van is fantastic. I loved it. I miss it. Me too. Got stolen out of Aaron's front out of, yard. Out of my front yard. Our practice space. Yeah. Uh, if practice, I had practice trailer. Practice trailer, yeah. 
Uh, if they knew what was inside. <laughs> nothing, luckily. <laughs> I think your 5150 was in there. No, 5150 uh, is at my house. I thought it was when your mm. when your van got stolen. Okay. No, the van got stolen. I lost a couple hardware pieces, and I lost a, a golf bag that had my some stuff in it, and I lost a Tom, and I lost a fucking Ewok. No, I was talking about uh, in the trailer beside where your van was when they stole your van. Oh they, no, yeah. They could have got all of our music they stuff. The stuff. Yeah, they yeah. stole my van. I don't know why we're going on this tangent. Yes, my <laughs> van broke down. It got left at our practice space out in the middle of the country where Aaron was living. And then one day he calls it, you group your van, no, some hobos, uh, hillbilly hobo people apparently just went and towed it off and scrapped it probably, I guess. Because let me tell you something, Lawrence County did not come through and finding it for me. You know, the most stickered up van in fucking Lawrence County. I miss you, Dodge Ram, Polo Edition. Every time I see one coming through, I look for the Batman uh, symbol. You really brought me down, man. Damn Sorry, it. dude. Anyway, cut that out later. I don't want to be sad. <laughs> anyway, we're back to the thing. Corey Webster comes to L.A. to uh, escape the downhill massacre. Meets up with his best friends, the Ramp Locals. The Ramp Locals. He's which, coming there for the summer. Which would be like, you know, part of the skate gang, I guess, for the... They're the skate gang. Yeah. yeah. It should be called skate gangs, because there yeah, are because also a rival, another gang. Yeah, a rival gang. Called... The Daggers. Led by... Hook. Yeah, led by Hook. And the great thing about Hook, I cannot remember his name offhand, which it, I'm usually pretty easy with this, but it doesn't matter. Hook is uh, was from the movie Weird Science. He was the other asshole with Robert Downey Jr. And he was also the non... He was the best friend of the character from the very controversial Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in that yeah. movie also. But uh, Hook, um, who is the leader of the Daggers, they are rough and tumble, very yeah. stereotypical. It's yeah. all black and skulls. And they wear Yeah, they wear denim jackets with yes. uh, no sleeves, you know. Yes, he has a, a dagger earring. Yes. Shocking. Yes, yeah. They're a bunch of, they're a bunch of roughnecks. They're yeah, just yeah. out for no good. Yeah, they jump on that breakdancer, just just come yeah, out there, pick on them. Jerks. And the thing is, uh, they own some territory in that. Yeah, and in it's LA. like just daggers territory. And like they just really give skating a bad name. Just yep. they're like you know, but the uh, the team of is, but I mean the thing with with the daggers is I mean they have some prom uh, skaters in the crew, Christian Soy. Christian Soy. And I think Kevin Stobbs in there. Uh, I think so. I know he skates is in the show. Yeah. Uh, the two main guys, Hasoy and uh, Tony Alva, are both prominent members of uh, the Daggers. But the basically the thing about this movie is it is a uh, it's a remake of the concept, basic idea of uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Corey Webster comes to he, he... L.A. to skate, has a confrontation with the Daggers. Basically, already have the Montagues and the Capulet. Of course, Hook has a sister, a gorgeous sister, too. a regular, just regular old. Girl, doesn't skate, dresses in normal clothes, not in the near to well yeah. clothing. She of, didn't have a dagger earring. No, didn't have a dagger earring. Wears a lot of pink and white. Real, real clean. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, instantly it's just like Josh Brolin is bone, bone vulnerable. She's really into yeah. it. He, he, Webster. He starts, like, uh, watching the freestyle skater and moves in on her. And What freestyle skater is that? Let's not gloss over. It, it, was it Rodney Mullen? No, Per Wellander. Okay, I was wondering. Which behind Rodney Mullen is my second favorite Powell freestyle yeah. skater. Okay. Young kids listening, there was a thing called freestyle. I feel like freestyle has now disappeared. Am I correct? I mean, I, I think th street I think is it, just pretty much. I think it's evolved. Like they added a more freestyle like approach to the street skating now. Like yeah, you watch stuff now. It's just I can't believe what these kids are doing now. Well, the thing was, it used to be there was this stuff called flatland freestyle, which Rodney Mullen. Anybody who wants to watch Rodney Mullen from the late '80s, yes. early '90s, yes, highly this, recommended. This guy perfected 
flatland freestyle. I mean, just watching this, the, what, the way this guy manipulates a board. He's also the inventor of some of the most ridiculous shit you see. Like, you watch a Tony Hawk video game, you're like, oh, that's some crazy stuff, like a dark slide. Yeah, he or, yeah. pretty much makes he that. He made that and, yeah. of, and Primo slide, like, where yes, you actually turn everything sideways. all these things, and all the impossibles, and all these things that are, like, impossible to kind of work. Uh, he, he did this stuff. There's a, a great YouTube meetup with Rodney Mullen and Tony Hawk just talking for about 30 minutes about skating in their youth, yeah. and listening to talk about Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen's got some real crazy shit going on with him when he was younger. Uh, but a very smart guy, super social anxiety based. But Ronnie Mullen, hands down, one of my favorite skaters. Mine also. If not, my favorite. And like, just, just a solid guy. Anyway, if you just want to follow on a whole Rodney Mullen on YouTube, just watch anything. Especially yeah. uh, him talking to the uh, the physics girl about the uh, the Ollie Impossible and how insane that is and how it shouldn't work. It, anyway, point being, uh, I'm not gonna get to that. But back to the movie <laughs> Thrashing. But like I said. Uh, basically a retelling of the Romeo and Juliet story. So what happens is he shows up in town, hangs, meets up with his boys, the ramp locals. They go to just kick it down on the pier, boardwalk yeah. area. Yeah, and they said they in the valley. In, yeah. Are they going to the valley or from the valley? Uh, they're not from the valley, but they were going to the beach. To the beach. Yeah, they're going to the beach, kind of uh, look at girls and skate a little bit. Yeah. And they end up going to dagger turf. Yeah, well, they go down there, and like I said, they go, and they see the breakdancer, they see Pearl Lander. Uh, apparently, Steve Cavallaro, I believe, is doing a little skating in that area down there too. Well, um, yeah, he he, he also, I think he throws a cigarette at the uh, breakdancer. I think something like that. Oh no, Steve Cavallaro is yeah. also one of my favorite skaters of all time, and another skater that is predominant in this movie, who is also a double for um, for the Corey Webster part, is uh, Lance Mountain, who was never perceived as a great skater, but personally, I just think the dude fucking is awesome. I just love him personality-wise. He made a board that had his kids' drawing on it, which I thought was just the coolest thing you could do. He basically is a primary designer of a lot of the skate parts early on in the 90s. Lance Mount was the guy you called to, to make your skate parts. So we know about skating. We're not, we're not posers. We know. <laughs> I skated we, for we years. We read a few Thrasher magazines. I can't skate worth shit. I'm a fat fuck who played <laughs> video games. I play skate or die like a son of a bitch. And I'm okay on Tony Hawk. The master over here is... I'm, I'm, the, I'm the master. I, yeah, he, he, I'll he, take anybody on as a challenge right he, now. He, he, likes to, he likes to Tony Hawk his shit up. But, um, Except for Ratatat. Ratatat really gave me a run for my money. Oh, really? Well, yeah. he's dead. He is good. So he's, it doesn't matter. He's dead? No, he's not. He was in L.A. or something. <laughs> Same so thing. Close enough, he's dead. <laughs> he's probably hanging out with Cody Webster right fucking now in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um... So. <laughs> So they're going down to the beach just to kind of see what's going on. Um, and this is where he, uh, from across the way, sees Christy, Chrissy? Chrissy. Chrissy uh, Hook's sister. And he's like, oh, this girl is real cute. She he, didn't know was, he didn't know it was her sister. I know it was yeah. Hook's sister. Oh, no, the, the drama has not been uh, Yeah, the drama ain't been has not been yet. folded yet, yes. But, <laughs> like I said, they're down there. The hook, uh, hook and the daggers come over the hill. You, you can tell there's a mess of trouble coming. Because oh, they come in like a... A murder of crows over the hill. Oh, yeah. It is a, check it out. It's hooking the, hook the daggers. And it's great because anytime you see Hook, um, the great thing about Hook, apparently Hook. He looks like Michael Jackson. Well, the thing is, <laughs> he um, he can't skate. That guy, I think he pretty much just. Um, yeah. Was, he, he by the way, board. his name is Robert Rustler. Robert Rustler. Robert Rustler. Rustler. <laughs> yes. Um, from Weird Science. He was also a movie called Shag. I don't know. I just probably had to pull it up. It was driving me nuts. But like I said, they don't even mention Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, which is 
fucking criminal. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he comes over like that. He's got the hat. He's just straight up standing erect on this board, riding down there behind. In front him. of everybody, just you got swaying. your toys and everybody in the back like Power popping sliding. like yeah. crazy. Always <laughs> just a kick flips, whatever. Do acid real rat. Yes, they, they, they acid drop off the car. That yes, they're all, just the like, rat locals are in. Yeah, he's the leader. He's gonna yeah. show off his shit. But he comes in, and everybody's like, oh, the daggers, daggers, bad news. <laughs> and the ramp locals, apparently, they do not get along with them. So yeah. uh, there's a lot more daggers than there are ramp locals. Yeah, and, and the ramp there. locals are like nice young men. Yeah, ramp locals are five deep if you count yeah. the, the young if you count the young one, yeah. who's barely even a, a, a man. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a small child. The daggers are deep. I mean, they yeah, a they, dozen or more. They got a pack, dude. Apparently, yeah. luckily... There's only four or five that do anything, so it keeps yeah. the numbers fine. Uh, they also have a, a dagger's house, which is, from what I was reading, I did deep dive a while back on this stuff, that the house the daggers are in, it's crazy graffiti, mini ramps outside, you know, yeah. it looks like a real trashed out punk house, which apparently in the time frame of the 80s was a common scene throughout California. Because apparently a lot of places like this existed. So I saw those guys, like, you know, Rod, you know, if you watch the movie, they like, They'll be doing like riding across the roof and yeah. you know dropping in on these little quarter pipes and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah. Well, Chrissy Stanner at the old Dagger House with uh, Hook's girlfriend, who is played by Sherilyn Finn, who you may know, nerds out there. I I always think of Twin Peaks. That's the main thing she was in. So that's uh, that is, I don't know. That's one thing. She's like the, the girlfriend. She seems to be nice enough. She doesn't suck the way the the. You know, Hook and Monk and some yeah, of the other Monk. guys do. Hook and Monk's the worst. Yeah, there, who's the other one? There's like the one guy. Who's the one that actually likes the, one, the ramp on fire? We're going to jump ahead. That's, here. I think that's Monk. Is it Monk? I think it's Monk that does because he was the one spying on it. Because yeah. they, that's what they, they talk about at the beginning when they finished building the ramp. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Monk's like, I know where the ramp is. And uh, yeah, and then they, they run off with some mall talls. Well, this is this is what I enjoy. Like I pulled this thing up while Aaron was talking. It says the daggers embody that early stereotypical skate attitude in quotes. Probably a result of the grossed out graphics and bone centric logos that were beginning to mark the norm in skateboard graphics. Skull skates were on the market too at the time. Hooking the zealous goons who despise the pretty young things from the valley, talking about the ramp locals, becomes a real liability. Real men proving their prowess with pool jousting for Corey and his friends. When Corey shows an interest in Hook's normal kid sister, Chrissy, who was visiting from Indiana. I was going to say she was from Indiana. Was, so anyway, that is, uh, that is basically your scenario for why this movie happens. He comes to town. He's going to try to skate. He finds this girl he likes. She, he's like, uh-uh, my name is Hook. The Daggers, no, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, ain't you, hanging out with not. my sister. Yeah. And that is basically the jumping off point for the rest of the movie. Yeah, they, they're constantly at each other's... Uh, you just at each other's throat and they had yeah. the um like let's say you mentioned the jousting mm -hmm. that was like you know also it was in skate or die yeah which i loved because it someone didn't... made a joke about how do you think skate or die lifted the joust competition from this movie that well i mean it, it was very much like it because it was like done in like a, a like a cement yeah. like river empty yeah. cement river and um you know it basically had the same things like the same like q-tip looking jousting rod yeah. And uh, I think that's where Hook gets his dagger earring ripped out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is like, there's several times, we're not going to discuss every one of them, but there's several times where, like, they kind of keep having these run-ins with, with the daggers because Corey is not going to try to make out with Chrissy. They just keep hanging out, 
Yeah. Coke keeps getting mad, and so basically they wind up doing some. They go to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, play they do. Live very early on. This is early. Live. Very early. They were yes. not an established band. Uh, they were not even the original bands to see in the movie. Another thing I read. I can't remember who the band that was going to be. That they wound up pulling them up separate. Uh, later and um so yeah you see some really early on so it was like, called the thrash bash is what it was the called thrash bash. the thrash bash the thrash bash is well, what the guy <laughs> all i know is that cory webster rocks a sick open shirt yes because he it, loves it, it, to rock an open shirt hence his abs i you think he had the uh he had like a like a red coat and a white shirt unbuttoned i don't know he, something but, like that because he is a little over the top for me i was like that doesn't look you know skater because like i was a skater kid by then yeah and uh that didn't look skaterish to me, but... Well, like I said, he has another run-in, and basically the Daggers try to chase him, and it ends with the... the you remember the part where he jumps on the bus, and they chase him onto the bus, and he goes out the back? Yeah, he goes out back, climbs on the and top. Yeah, and somehow he ends up... Somehow he gets on top of the bus. Yeah. There's not ladders on the back of buses. I don't know how he got up there, but somehow he escapes by being on top of the bus. And like, oh, damn it, he got away. It's probably the Infinite Stones. So, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> he snapped his existence up yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so he ends up over there. The joust, does that happen after the burning of the ramp? Let's see how well you do those sequence of the movie. I do not remember. Um, maybe so. That may think Maybe that was the uh, retaliation for mm, the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, because apparently, upset at Corey, yeah, the daggers find the half pipe. And then, I think you said Monk. Or I, think was, I think it was Maltov. Yeah, and, uh, they set it on fire. Yeah. And the great thing about this is everything burns except for the one piece of wood that says the ramp, ramp locals. locals. <laughs> like it's still there when they saw that at the beginning when they build the ramp. For the ramp locals on it's the only piece of graffiti on it. But yeah, the whole ramp burns except for the one thing that has a flammable piece on it and it does not burn. Yeah. The one thing I found funny about it is like you said you watched some of that, that link I sent you. I didn't get to watch all of it, but well, I watched the very beginning where they finished the ramp up. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you're not gonna bust a virgin yeah. ramp. And he's yeah. like, No, you should do it first. Yeah. No, you should I'm like, I just don't think anybody wanna drop in. It was pretty high. Yeah, and it, was, it definitely had at least a foot of vert in it. Yeah. The thing about it was funny is like I don't know how they pulled it off, but I swear to god I'm pretty sure Josh Brolin took the drop. Really? Cause it looked like him. It did. Yeah, because it was not his uh, it was not his his skate double like i'm pretty sure he i'm not sure he just dropped into like a, a bag or something or whatever but he totally yeah. leans in to take the drop i was like okay yeah cool. that's scary this is a story Highs i will share that i find funny this guy over here he's gonna be so fucking pissed when i when my parents live in a, a, a metropolis of a town called clover south carolina it's a beautiful place it's a fucking piece of shit <laughs> anyway, that's what i went to high school it's uh outside charlotte between Charlotte, closer to Gastonia, like I said, country, country land, whatever. And um, I remember when I moved in there, this, this, the kid beside me, a guy named John, I'm gonna say his last name, Lytle, lived beside me, and <laughs> uh, he was he was a skate kid. And I remember, like, I don't know what happened. Apparently, he had bought from someone or whatever. But um, this guy, for like a year, me living beside him, had a fucking full half pipe back there that was not completely put together. And I was like, man, you ever gonna skip together? He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to. And I felt. This reminded me very much of that because he would never skate it because it was just like, and when he finally got built, I mean, finally I went over there one day and he had cut it down to a mini ramp because he was okay with that. But he was like, yeah. is it going to be in a hit? I mean, because it, it had a good 10 inches of vert at the top. Jesus. So he was, uh, but never skated not, vert. Not skated vert, but uh, yeah, vert. And then, but like, uh, and it didn't have a ton of flat. The transition was not a ton. I mean, it was just like, whoop. <laughs> that's what happens you get that start yeah. like skateboarding <laughs> take your fingerboard I mean yeah. it was just not a lot of transition at the bottom to, so but yeah I don't know if he ever 
drunk, but he wound up cutting it down. But he bartered some guy, whatever, it doesn't matter. But he was, uh, this is a kid, like, we lived up in the country, like, skating. Like, I mean, I mean, he, yeah. he could skate. He was nothing fantastic. But anyway, back from that, that was just reminding me of that. But, yeah, I can imagine, Neil, you should go first. No, yeah. You should try. It'd be great. Hey, here's a fun fact for me. For here's you. your fun fact. Yeah, you ready? Yep. Thrashing is one of the first movies I ever saw Boom stand in. And oh, it yeah, it falls out during that feat. During the, the ups, yeah. yeah, that's what, yeah, where they set it on top of the ramp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it falls in the frame. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what is that? I was like, ah. Oh. And then also, like I said, like the Radley skateboard wheel yeah. pops off. Yeah. I, I remember all of those things. <laughs> I was like, this is, I said, I could see the you know, Hollywood falling apart behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Well, after this whole confrontation and the burning on the ramp, um, they go and they confront the daggers at the daggers' house. So like, you burn our ramp, man! And they're really yeah. upset about it. And so they decide that Corey and Hook are going to have a joust out at uh, Bryson Canyon, Bronson Bryce. Canyon. Okay. Uh, they're going to uh, they're going to have a joust. Which do you remember this? We recorded this podcast one time before. It had some technical difficulties. Um, so. <laughs> I'm going to go fourth wall on this. Do you remember the story I told you about Jackass? No. They had an episode where they recreated the joust scene from Thrashing. Really? I can't this believe I had saw this. This is funny. I, I told this story to you, and you were like, that's amazing. Yeah, well, you know, that's the lucky thing about everything. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I shared this wondrous fact with you. Um, but uh, anyway, they, they, like Jackass, the guys from Jackass decided to recreate it. They just basically do a, a pool joust, but it's like, they they did it like apparently the jacket flew, but no, they totally just went and had a pool joust set up the exact same thing. That's awesome. It's kind of like an anniversary to it or whatever. But um, but while this is happening, uh, Corey breaks his arm. No, Corey breaks his arm in a pool in the pool competition because the monk. Pool competition. Yeah, because punk, uh, not punk, monk drops the uh, jacks in the bottom of the thing. And that's when he breaks. No, he he broke his arm in the joust. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay, uh, my bad, my bad. He yeah. broke his arm and then the props right. arrive and yeah. he leaves. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my I bad. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I got confused for a second. Okay. But, um, so yeah, he hurts himself. He's Terry's arm, so now he's basically, I can't skate anymore. My arm's right, whatever. Because you have to remember, it got, <laughs> the whole point of this movie is he has to do a downhill. A downhill race. The yes. thing about downhills, anything 80s, 90s, if it was, if it was Gleaming the Cube, yes. ends in a downhill thing at the end. It, 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 the, the whole point of that movie, it ends in a downhill. Um, it's like it's like losing on a skateboard, but like yeah. not not laying down. You're standing up. Yeah. Well, in this movie, the whole point is they're gonna do the LA downhill or whatever. There's a movie that I talk about, and I still think Aaron has watched it yet, called Airborne, which is this movie. No, I haven't. The exact same movie, which I mean, you could take Rad, you could take this movie, you could take The Karate Kid, you could take Airborne. They're all basically the same concept. It's a kid goes to a new town, pisses off some locals, lights a girl that the locals like or related to, or something, and they have to compete to do this or whatever. But for some reason, Forbidden love. Things on wheels. <laughs> it's always it's the trope of West Side Story and or Romeo and Juliet, which, by the way, the guy who directed this movie was in West Side Story. So, uh, something winner. Uh, <laughs> but the movie Airborne is about, I can't remember the kid's name. He was a real huge, hot teen star. It was one of, uh, if nothing else, watch the movie just for Seth Green is in it. Oh, That's nice. That's his cousin. He goes to Cincinnati. He, basically, he's an L.A. kid who goes to Cincinnati. He's like, all I want to do is surf. I just want to surf, brah. And he meets a girl, winds up being this guy's sister. The exact same scenario. He's like, I don't like you. But he winds up being able to rollerblade. So he rollerblades all over there. And everybody rollerblades there because everybody plays fucking hockey. They're in the street hockey. Also in that movie, you get a great early, early, early Jack Black 
appearance. That's no. a guy named Augie. Yes, he's also in it. Air, I love Airborne. I think Airborne's great. It's I gotta watch it. I it's got awesome. To. It's good stuff. It's a great movie. <clears throat> it's a much newer movie. It came out probably late nineties, early two thousands. But exact same story, and it ends in a goddamn downhill. <laughs> they all decide to do a downhill, and on rollerblades, same exact thing. They they challenge like, oh, we're gonna do a downhill. So downhills were the way they solved. I'm fucking surprised the Karate Kid. Didn't, didn't have a kick down a hill. <laughs> he rolls down a hill. Well, it's yeah. a miracle he does not get kicked. It's down a miracle the competition is not down a hill. Yeah. The like the uh, you know the All Valley Tournament is not a downhill competition. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, it's that a would, miracle that, would that be... is not. The only I will give it up for Rad. Rad does not have a downhill competition. But it has a big obstacle obstacle course race. Yeah, but Hell Track is sick. Hell Track is awesome. I mean, if they would have, if, if Thrasher would have ended in a hill track type scenario, that would have been sick. Uh, mm. God, I love Rad. Rad is so good. Rad, Rad holds good. up. I watched Rad very recently. Rad holds up. I like to watch I it again. It's, it's, been a, it's been a long time since I watched it. The thing about thrashing, whether you like it or not, the movie just, there's enough story to make it happen, but the skating alone is is solid. It is. It's solid. It's early age skating, but it's, it's really it's good. It's really, really great. A bunch of fat board, but I mean, like, I feel like the poster child for fill in. Uh, skater doubles was Mike McGill. Mike McGill does all the skating for, uh, for well, majority of it for um, Christian Slater and Gleaming the Cube. Yeah. He does a lot of uh, skating in this. Um, he does not do Corey Webster, which I found out. Uh, Lance Mountain, Lance Tony Mountain. Hawk, and a couple other guys double for him. I think Tony Hawk. No, I think Lance Mountain, not Tony Hawk. Tony no, Hawk doubled. Tony Hawk was in Gleaming the Cube, but he was yeah. he was actually like a character. He didn't. Yeah, but he double, but he does some of the double skating and stuff. That he, hold on, I'll fucking tell you. Because um, actually, for Corey was Chris Cook, Richie Dunlap, Alan uh, Alan Losey, and Lance Mountain. And then for Tommy Hook of the Daggers, you had Steve Olson and Chris Iverson. Radley is Steve Cavallaro. Bozo and Tyler, Mike McGill double for both of them. So, um, so there's that's your that's your go-to for um, just. I mean, the thing about it, man, they've got top-notch skaters in this fucking movie, man. It was it was great. But anyway, they do the whole pool joust. He hurts his arm. He's real pissed off. Um, Chris is like, "Fuck this, I'm out." So she decides she's going to move back to Indiana, and he's just pissed because he kind of blames her for all this or whatever. There's a lot of montages with him trying to skate with his arm in a cast. Yeah, because he had to keep his balance right and his speed right. I don't know if you've ever... Have you ever skated, like, down a hill? Like a... No, I, I can't skate with a shit, so no, uh, I have not. There's a thing that's very, very scary called uh, speed wobble. And when oh, it yeah. happens, it sucks. Yeah. And uh, once you get going too fast, man, and your board starts wobbling, yeah. if, if you if you don't get down like they do on the drag their hands and stuff like that, yeah. uh, you're gonna fall. It's fucking death wobbles, man. Death wobbles, yeah. But uh, but yeah, but like the thing is, is but like he's he's going to do the whole thing where uh, his arms hurt, so he really can't balance himself to take the turns. And the thing is, with with downhill skating, these dudes get like 60, 70 miles an hour. Yeah. They get They're fucking flying. fast. Yeah. But I mean, it's crazy too. You watch it now. Like, you'll see these like, these web gloves and shit, and they're laying down, like, almost flat to the ground, and the boards are 100 foot long. I think these dudes are pretty much, they're just wearing, riding the regular boards? Or they they're riding board? the regular boards, but they had, uh, they had, like, padded gloves and stuff, and they yeah. did the, the big dragged hands, and yeah. they would lean completely flat out, and the main thing gave me anxiety about it was at the end of it, 
Yeah. You had to do the launch ramp, and that's one thing I've always been afraid yeah. of. I would, I, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, they love to end those things with the launch ramp. Like, where do you fucking know where you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna fly. Well, there's like a giant ass crowd of people standing there, like, yeah. it's gonna catch you, <laughs> fucking throw you around like you're at a musha. But um, but the thing is, like I said, he has the broken arm. He's practicing his downhill stuff or whatever. And then he, but he's getting real sad about Chrissy. And then he does the Darth Vader thing too. Like he holds his bro, his hurt hand. He looks up at the sky yeah. and like Chrissy rides by. Her bus goes by. And well, Chrissy takes this giant Greyhound <laughs> to go to Indiana. Which what, last time we had said it was like what six hundred miles or something. It was a long way. I don't know. I mean, there's well, a road sign that says Indiana and where she's headed to. And but she decides she's like I'm not leaving. And so she jumps out and somehow doesn't get raped and catches a couple <laughs> truckers give her a ride back to L.A. And I mean she's more than halfway apparently. I don't see you know. But she yeah. comes back. She shows up to watch the whole skating event and every. And as uh, as we have in most 80s early 90s movies of this of this nature at the end after Corey shocker wins the downhill and clocks Spoiler. in at 63 mile an hour 63 when he 64 makes, yeah, some of that hook goes bro yeah you're actually not that bad yeah you're not that bad yeah they, totally, they give each other a handshake they totally give each other hand jobs and they're like you're not that bad and he's like hey man watch out the great thing though is <laughs> uh if you watch the the skater that doubles for Corey webster in the it, that that cast, it's got a lot of flexibility to it. He's uh he's really rock. That cast does not affect him very much in the final downhill master Oh no, jam. definitely not. He even uses it to hit a uh, hook with it. Yeah, so it's not really uh you know really uh, knocking him down. So, so so you know, but um but yeah, at the end you get a very uh very Karate Kid Daniel Larusso Johnny Lawrence moment of just like you're not too bad. Respect. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. my respect. Now yeah. you can now you can now you can now you can bang, bang my, my sister. sister. And I don't care. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, I don't know if they just, I mean, the thing that's funny about it, neither one of them are from there. Yeah. He, I don't know where he lives. It doesn't say he's an out-of-towner. Yeah, so. it, just, it just said, and good luck I, in I LA. I don't know if he's living in Indiana or whatever, but we always fucking do this. He does get sponsored by Smash Skates. S- Smash Skates, that's right. Yeah, There's but, a scene yeah. in the movie where it's just, it's kind of a throwaway scene where this guy walks up after, I guess it's after the, the, the bowl, comp, the pool competition. Or whatever, and the guy's like, he takes him on the whole thing to like go look yeah. at the skateboards being yeah. made. He's like, hey, if you you do the, if apparently the school, everything else is not good enough. If you win the downhill, yeah, you'll get yeah. you'll get some smash skates revenue. Yeah. So I guess he got a job. So maybe he she can come live with him, or I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work out. I would live in that 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 Winnebago van I mean, thing. I mean, fuck <laughs> it, dude. I mean, if he's gonna be a touring skater, yeah, that's right. Fucking take it. Yeah, you know? yeah. He might have to ask Tyler for it, but you know. He he'd I mean, give it to him. I mean, like, everybody knows that yeah. the skaters of the 90s were just flush with cash. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, flush. Yeah. Flush. Fat pockets. Flush. <laughs> flush with cash. So, but anyway, but like, uh, so yeah, pretty much because we just get to the end. Uh, it was a pretty nice 30 minute wrap up of all the shit that happened in, in Thrashing. Like I said, I think it's a great, I enjoy it, man. I watched the show this when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, 86. I was still a youth. I was about 12. I'm not going to lie. I was born in 74, it's coming out 86. Yeah, I was born um, in 78. I don't do math fast. He was about <laughs> 9 or 10, so he's a couple years younger than I am. So, so, yeah, so, I mean, but yeah, it was something I watched a lot. I mean, there was a, there was a couple of movies in high rotation. Thrashing was one of them. Was it really? I didn't know. Thrashing, I, I watched My a mom lot. just brought it to me one day from Pick a Flick Video in Clover. Well, Thrashing, I used to rock Movie Mania in Clover, but Movie Mania, like, there, there was, there's three movies that I will constantly remember. One was Thrashing. Yeah. I watched a lot during my, like I said, 12, 13, early high school, because fucking skating was it. 
because like when I started high school, it was around when this movie, right after this movie came out. This and Rad were two of my favorites. Rad was one of my favorites too. And then and Gleam of um, the Cube, but I didn't watch it nowhere near as much. Gleam of the Cube came out a couple years later, and I watched it. But by that point, I'd moved on to mostly playing music. Yeah. But so I watched the movie, and first of all, people were gonna be like, "Ooh, what the fuck, bro? The movie Trick or Treat." <laughs> Yeah, that's a great movie. Is that the the one that we both like, right? The, no, Trick or Treat, the yeah. heavy metal one. Yeah, they have, there's, there's another one. Yeah, well, yeah, there's the movie Trick or Treat, which is the only one I, I mean, you know what, Sam, Trick or Treat, whatever. The, the Michael Doherty film, it's a fine movie. I like it. But Trick or Treat starring Skippy from fucking Family Ties, Sammy Kerr, Soundtrack by Fastway, Ozzy Osbourne, Gene Simmons. That movie is fucking legit, man. So good. It really is. So fucking good. Goddamn make a Blu-ray release of it. I have it on VHS. I love it, man. I argue with people all the time, like, trick or treat. I'm like, fuck you, man. That is my trick or treat. But anyway, constantly in rotation. Band Fastway, who ironically went on to be in the went on to be the band the Flog and Molly. The singer for Flog and Molly was in a band called Fastway. Straight up hair metal, not even hair metal, it was faster, but fucking great. All the music is done by Fastway. Tangent done, but Trick or Treat. Fucking 1988, 89, or Skippy for Family Ties. Oh, let's not forget about Thrashing soundtrack also. I mean, it's got Yo, some really good there. stuff. Okay. We're getting there. Um, but yeah, that is also... And speaking of soundtracks, go ahead. I mean, I, I, I was surprised. Like I, was, I didn't know who any of these people were when I listened to them. And uh, I went back to listen to it again after we talked, me and Dwayne had talked about doing this podcast on this movie. Cause I enjoyed the movie so much. It's like nostalgia. And uh, one of my favorites on there is, uh, I think it's called "A Good Thing" by uh, I didn't know it was Devo. Yes. And that that song is just a, an amazing song. And uh, then the Wild in the Streets. I always and I was shocked to find out who who was that. The Wild the in the Circle Streets. Church. That's the Circle Church. Yes. Okay. So like all these songs that I didn't, I, I just enjoyed as a kid. I didn't know that I was listening to some of these more famous people. I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers song on there sucks. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the thrash early bash. super funkadelic uh, <laughs> and like that. <laughs> it's so bad. But, uh, but I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that like the band Vice Squad, a bunch of SST bands. There's but like there's actually a, a scene, I think, I'm pretty sure Corey, I think on the rap scene, is wearing an SST shirt. He lucky he was wearing a band t-shirt. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Well, it was SST uh, Records, you know, which does, which a lot of the bands from that era uh, your Black Flags, your Greg again. Uh, if I get that wrong, people fucking give you shit. Anyway, <laughs> the stuff he's involved with, whatever. But let's not overlook the th- the title theme. Thrash. Yeah. Thrashing. Yeah. And the fact that that, I mean, when I think punk rock, hardcore, skating, thrash, when I want to thrash, what I'm going to listen to is who sings that song? I don't know who sings this. Fucking Meatloaf. <laughs> no. We also had this conversation last time. Fucking thrashing. That thrashing, song yeah. fucking is meatloaf. Wow. I will do anything for you, but I won't do that meatloaf. Yeah. When you're going to do the theme <laughs> to a song that is going to be 99% Circle Jerks and Vice Squad, Susan DeBanshee, SSG Let's get throw a little meatloaf in there. Fucking meatloaf is going to do your, 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 your jam. Yeah, your, your title it's a, song. It's a, it's a good song. It is a good song. It is not come off as meatloaf-esque at all, but it None. is straight-up fucking meatloaf. Wow. Yeah, meatloaf, man. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <sighs> so, but, I mean, <laughs> like I said, man, I just, like, it's, it's a solid film. Like, I would love to do a little introspective one day with that and Rad or even Gleam in the Cube. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I'm still a sucker for a fucking skate movie, man. We were talking earlier about the movie Grind that came out a couple years ago. Also, hadn't seen that one. It's, it's silly. It's dumb. Just the inside of this game. Yeah. But they ride on a van, and if you're on a rider on a van with a fucking love seat in the back of it, I'm down. I'll watch you do it or whatever. Plus, some of the guys in it are hilariously funny guys. Uh, I, yeah. like, I think I always confuse it. I don't think it's Colin Hanks, but it's the other guy that's not Colin Hanks, isn't it? Is it Colin Farrell? <laughs> not Colin Farrell. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. Oh, you got me pull this up now while I'm at it. Uh, no, Let's just say it's Colin Farrell when everybody would get their hopes up and go watch be, it. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to be awesome? I'm about to IMDb the movie Grind. Let me tell you guys a little secret. The movie, the song, Grind is a goddamn lot of movies. Like, that is a very, uh... Oh, look, Adam Brody. That's who I always... Adam, Colin... Uh, Colin Hanks and Adam Brody, man, will fuck me all the time um, when it comes <laughs> to that. But yeah, that movie, randomly, Adam Brody, Joey Kern, uh, Mike Bogle, and Vince Belouf, who you've seen all those guys, who they are. Apparently it's available on Amazon. I have it on DVD. So there you go. There you go. Um, it's a fine film. It's just dumb. The skate stuff in it is horrible. Oh, there's a great, great YouTube video of they did a, an interview with Tony Hawk breaking down skate video, movies of how realistic the skating is. And the thing is, he's pretty much in most of them, mm-hmm. or half of them, and one of them is he's breaking down the stuff for Grind about how, yet again, I think mm, Bucky Lassick does a lot of the skating in it for yeah. it. Like, he's a lot of the secondary skating crew in there. Um I enjoy and, him as well. Well, he is the double for a lot of that. It's about how there's so much dumb shit they do on it. He's like, the skating's fine. He's about how they were cutting a lot of... They would cut, like, the approach would be, like, fakey, and then... But the going down would be, like, he's going regular. He's like, that doesn't make sense. He's like, you tell the person who filmed it was not a skater. And so his, uh, his continuation between shots did not make sense. Yeah. And he just tells a lot of really cool stories. He also talks about Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, which he was in. He was a skate double for um, for David Spade, who was actually a skater, and got real pissed because they wouldn't let him skate because he was an actor and because the insurance would cover it. But he was like, I can do this because he is actually a skater. So he could have done it. But uh, And Tony Hawk got kicked off of that job because he got too tall during the production to, yeah. to double for... Uh, David, David Spade. David Spade, because he's a tall, lanky bastard. Yeah. Yeah, and of course he's in Gleaming the Cube. Is the Pizza yeah. Hut drive, Pizza yeah. Hut truck driver, a friend of theirs. Which um, is also like the scene of from uh, Thrashing where like the daggers coming over the hill. They come to Pizza Hut and everybody else. Is, but yeah, but it's funny because he's driving a truck. The yeah. one time he's not yeah. really on skateboard. Yeah, the one time he's not skating, but he's. But like, um, but that dude Yabo is in that movie. He was one of the like the like best friends of the Beastie Boys. Uh, <laughs> uh but. Yeah, but no, skate movies, man, I, I can get down with some skate movies or whatever. I, I really very much enjoy them. I do too. But, let's see, is it better than Rad? I don't know. It's, <sighs> Rad's a different different animal. I enjoy Rad, which anyway hasn't seen Rad, I'm sorry. It's good stuff. It's really good too. I recommend it also. I mean, it's, it's definitely better than Gleam in the Cube. Yeah, yeah, Even I agree. Gleam in the Cube, and I'm saying this is dumb because I think Josh Brolin's a top-notch actor. Gleam in the Cube, I don't know, I think Christian's later probably hit is a little hotter at the time huh, yeah well i mean i don't know thrashing just always was there for me that was my favorite i'm one. saying it's, it's a more legit skate movie yeah. but i think acting wise Acti- maybe yeah, better. Well, yeah christian Sl- and he's he also like it's a police procedural and he also played a bad like a bad boy in it like yeah. so you got like 
Corey wasn't really doing anything bad. He was just a really nice guy going on trying to just pick up a girl. And, yeah. And Corey, uh, Christian Slater's more... I mean, more, Living the Cube's not following that standard formula of yeah. uh, boy meets yeah. girl, yeah. brother, girl gets mad. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a more of a police procedural. It has some really great skating. It's really awesome. Same thing, Per Wellander um, and Mike McGill tear it up in that. A lot yeah. of flatland freestyle skating, um, some great just scenes. Um, uh, I bring up uh, a quote from Gleaming the Cube a lot. Uh, it is. Uh, when he says, uh, if I had a dog with a face like yours, I'd shave its butt and teach it to walk backwards. I don't know why. It just That stuck out in my head really bad when Christian Slater said that, and I was like, that's funny. That's good. I thought you were going to say something really racist about the Vietnamese people in that movie. I don't know. I don't remember that part. The whole movie is based around his brother, who was an adopted Vietnamese uh, guy figures out that the person is stealing money to help pay for the Vietnamese effort overseas. See, all I remember is like pretty much him going down a big hill and <laughs> yeah, and, and, and with a with a metal diamond tread board. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember it. And like he did this big method, was his name of the move that like, he did for some reason before he landed on like one of the people with the guns. Yeah. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, I, yeah, he has a job of making the board that can handle a taken yeah. plate. He makes a, yeah. yeah, it's the diamond cut plating on yeah. top of the board. It's, it's, it's not a very, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I mean, that, that's the key is not quite uh, with thrashers. Like I said, if you like skating, you want to see sweet, sweet, sweet old skating. Yeah, you got thrashing. Yeah, that's thrashing. Just, like, a lot of the yeah. original guys out there. I mean, it's just full of people, man. You get a lot of really, really good stuff in it. And, um, the, and the story's also good. If you like a good little love story, a little bit of action, a little bit of, mm-hmm. con- you know, confliction. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, like I said, the thing is, too, is just Josh Brolin. There. Josh Brolin, who, you know, like, kind of went away for a long time. I mean, I'm sure he did things, but then he just really just blew right back up with Deadpool being Cable. And then yeah. he was also Thanos. Yeah. And then he was also, um, like, my big thing was when he did No Country for Old Men. That was a good movie. Like, fantastic in it. I mean, he's just really come back. He's really, re- the Coens have brought him back with, like, uh, this big, big revival with him. He's, yep. still, he's still killing it. He's awesome. Yeah, I think so. So I'm really glad. I mean, he is definitely your takeaway from this movie. There's not really a lot of other, like, heavyweight actors no, really in no. it. Everyone else is kind of faded from obscurity or whatever. I mean... it's more To me, it's more of a fun a fun movie with a good, fun soundtrack. Yeah. And just like I said, a lot of good, like, old, old school skating. It's, it's cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to pair it, though, and you want to watch something... Nice, like that. Uh, you you watch this in rad one evening. I think yeah, that's you, a great double. I think picture. it's a great double. Um, I mean, because you got two different things. Rad has a little bit of a different. I mean, still the same kind of concept. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but but dude, just the the hell track finale alone is worth it. It was amazing. Plus, uh, the villain in the movie. I think we were discussing it. Is instead of being the the skate the the opposing biker it's who's the, just kind of a dick. It's yeah. the corporation yeah. that sponsors yeah. him, Mongoose, and yeah. everything. But a lot of really great, actual great bike guys yeah, in there. Guys. Yeah. yeah, you got you, and a lot of people from like your Red Lines, your Dino slash GTs, like uh, Mongoose riders from that era. Man, they're just killing it. And like, it's really, really great. Plus, uh, Crew Jones is forever awesome. Even though uh, <laughs> I was telling Aaron this the other day over the phone, uh, Lori Lachlan, who, what did you say the other day? Uh, what'd you call her? I don't know. Aunt, uh, Aunt, Aunt Becky from Family, I mean, from uh, Full House. Oh, yeah, 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 she, yeah. yeah. Uh, this year she went to jail for buying she did, kids yes. in the prison. Uh, so it's kind of sad, but man, she's at the height of her power in 
and and rad. She's like, a she's lovely great. lady. And like you know and stuff, and apparently cannot ride a bike, but it's great. It's like it's just it's just a great movie. I I love it. I do too. Very, very much. I definitely want to revisit. It's supposed to be releasing on 4K. I think somebody's supposed to be there this year. I'm really gonna try really? to pick it up. Yeah. Somebody's give that movie some. Who need to do that? I think thrashing. Like instead of a Blu-ray copy, but I'm pretty sure it's just a transfer from DVD to Blu-ray. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really throw it in. Even though that link I sent you looked fantastic. It did. It looked really good. It was good. high-res as fuck. Yeah. So apparently that might be from the Blu-ray thing that I have. Yeah. But um, I think that should be like a... We should do a thrashing rad uh, like double feature at your place on the yeah. outside projector again. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should definitely do an outside thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, that's about it. Anything else you really want to add to the mix? No. I mean, I just feel like a, a hot... Like a, like I said, I'd highly recommend it to anybody that likes anything remotely to do with like old school skating yeah. and or a good love story. It's it's nice and uh, like I said, it was a big thing for me. Every time I watch it, I get like that kind of nostalgia. I was like, man, that was so good. I loved it. Yeah, you definitely. Uh, yeah, you definitely feel like you just you really. I don't know, man. It, it was it was it was a good it was a good uh, good era. Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. yeah. It was like I mean, it's my start of high school or other periods. But anyway, the rundown of the thing was that Josh Brolin to Robert Russler to play Tommy Hook. Yes. Um, another fun fact I always find great, and I've told him, but like I said probably doesn't remember this either. Is um, I remember everything. Bozo. Bozo. Yeah. His name is Brett Mark. It's almost like Brett Michaels. It's Brett Marks. <laughs> which is even more so like the Marx Brothers. He is one of the sons of one of the Marx Brothers, which I think is fantastic because I'm a big Marx Brothers fan. So uh, he's in there, and uh, so it always makes me very, very excited. So, uh, like I said, I don't know if Aaron has any Marx Brothers love or even... Don't even know who they are. <laughs> really? Groucho Marx. No. Don't know, man. I I'm just, telling you, I never, you know, I never like... You look into things like that. I just I watched just, it. I just don't get it, man. I don't know. I don't Most people, like, I don't even call them by their real names, but call them by the characters yeah. that I know them from. <laughs> I just like the story, man. Well, anyway, that Jackass episode was February 2002, and it played homage to the jousty scene with maces and man purse in the film, uh, from the film. So apparently they had man purses and maces or something. I don't know. We have to go look at that and revisit it. But, um... And the soundtrack, as we were talking, song, the song name, Thrashing, performed by Meatloaf. That's Good, performed by Devo. Tequila by Chuck Rio. Arrow Through the Heart, Jimmy Dimmers. Uh, Want You by the Bangles. Black Eyed Blonde by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm hitting the hot ones. Let's see. Hey by Fear. Maniac by the Screaming Sirens. Wild in the Streets by the Circle Jerks. Couldn't Care More by the Fine Young Cannibals. Really? Mm-hmm. I like them. Um, Animotion, Rebel Faction. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much your um, your breakdown of that right there. But as far as that, like I said, man, it's, it's a fine film. Uh, I mean, there's just not really a lot to take away from it. It's just, yeah, it's just, just a good, it, fun film to watch. Yeah. Just go in knowing You won't that, be wasting uh, your time if you went and watched it. Yeah, I mean, going like I said, you just want to see some great old school skating. It's the only about, I mean, like, I don't know if some youth skaters would be like, this is awesome. Because the boards are fucking gigantic. And the wheels are too. Like Everything yeah. about it is huge. I mean, wheels have gotten fatter. There was a time when the wheels got, like, they were like Real an inch small, and a yeah. half. And now they're getting kind of back to normal, but these were like fat and wide. Yeah. Um, like said, Walmart man, boards is what we call it. Well, yeah, I'm like, go back and watch them. I mean, it's, it's just great. Like I said, anything like Lance Mountain Cavalier are two of my favorite people. Per Wellander. I mean, like I said, the only thing about it, I said, is no Rodney Mullins, the only downside. That's the only upside that you get to some other ones is like with Riley Mullen, you know. Yeah. Um, actually, no. Per Wellander does 
<laughs> he did. He was excellent. He did he, good. He does the stuff as Liam McKeeve also. So if you want to see more Flatland, that's him. But you know, I say go watch Rodney Mullen on the YouTube's. But uh, other than that, that's about it, man. I mean, uh, what did you get up to, Aaron? Anything in particular? No, just working a lot and, like I said, going through a good bit of things. I do want to say stuff about mental health and things, uh -huh. if that's all right. Uh, hang out with your friends, man. Like, don't stick yourself away and hide. It's bad stuff. And that was some of our technical difficulties. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate like all my friends that ever check on me and hang out with me. I, I love you all. Yeah. I think you're all right. Okay. I'm, I'm doing okay. I said I think you're all right. I was just trying to be the silly man who didn't say, like, I love you, bro. No, man, Aaron's one of my best friends. I love this man. He's a good times. <laughs> I love you too, man. Uh, yeah, I, I drive down to this shit town to hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to your dad's Clover tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm going to Clover tomorrow, man, to go fish with my dad. But, you know, he's, he's my dad. i got to go hang out with him occasionally, too. Everybody's all quarantined up and shit. You know, you gotta you gotta know where you can go and, and be where you can be safe. Like me and my dad go fish by ourselves on the side of the lake and everything. <laughs> and like I know my dad's not doing anything. He's quarantined as a motherfucker at his house. Yeah. So you know and everything. So we do that. And then here we're across each other from a six foot table, doing this stuff. You know, like just trying to just don't be dumb. I mean, the shit's not over, man. It's it's still uh, Thanksgiving's next week. Anybody hears this beforehand, dude, don't, things going to be here next year, man. You, you don't have to go see your hundred relatives just because the vaccines are coming. You know, <laughs> you got to make it to vaccine times. It's not going to be here as, as much as you would like to think. Um, so, you know, anyway, but anyway, other than that, man, I'm going to get all crazy political business. <laughs> but, uh, stay safe out there, man. This is about it. Like I said, uh, my name's Dwayne from Here Sport Records. So I've been talking to Aaron here from Lewis Turnout. Go check out the uh, full, the whole ball of wax record um, or CD. Hopefully, maybe eventually here we'll put a record release out on it. You know, right now money is tight. So, uh, but the CD is definitely available or digital download. Go check it out. Uh, I'm, it's, I'm it's, not against doing any acoustic shows if there's any shows going on. Or yeah, anymore. Aaron does play acoustic and stuff, and we do some shenanigans here and there if anything's going on. But like maybe at the end of the year, we'll try to get some shit going. Maybe do a reunion or something. I don't fucking know. It's what are we can do. But um, like I said, if anybody has anything, just let me know. Oh, like I said, check out heresport.bandcamp.com. Anyway, you guys be safe. See you uh, soon. Peace. Thanks.